You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Historically, the text was a writing or a letter that Paul wrote to Timothy, who was pastoring at the time. He wanted the pastor to know according to the text, certain things that the Spirit of God had specifically or clearly told him. And it's important as children of God to know about the Holy Spirit. We need to know more than just... uh, the Holy Spirit is that which was given on the day of Pentecost. We need to know more than that. We need to know more than the initial sign of receiving the Holy Spirit is speaking in a heavenly language. There are two things that the Lord led me to show you in reference to the Spirit. First thing is found in John 16 and 13. John 16 and 13. Keeping in mind that Paul wanted Timothy to know exactly what the Spirit had told him. John 16 and 13 says this. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. This is a vital verse for us as disciples of Christ. The Spirit of God is our guide. And uh, he's going to specifically guide us according to the verse in the truth. One antithesis, antithesis of truth is a lie. He's not going to lie to us. He's going to tell us that which makes us free. John 8, 31 and 32 says in part, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The truth is what delivers us. 
The truth is what causes us to stay in a place of protection and prosperity. That's what true freedom is. When you are in a refuge or place that causes you to be protected and to prosper. And I want that. I want to be protected. I want to prosper. And that's what real truth does. You'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. But going back to John 16 and 13, the spirit is going to guide you into all truth. Not just truth about the church. Truth about your life. Truth about things that happen in the church and outside of the church. Things that happen in Carroll County as well as the world. Everything you need to know about in reference to your life, the Spirit of God will tell you. And you have to understand, the Spirit Spirit of God will, will tell you directly. God will speak to you. If you are a spirit-filled believer, God will speak to you. He'll tell you certain things. But he will also speak to you indirectly. That's just one one of God's methods. That's the reason he gave Psalm, according to Ephesians 4 and 11, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers gave certain divine gifts to speak the truth to people. To speak exactly what you need in order for you to stay on the right path. The Spirit will guide you into how much truth? And He'll guide you into all truth whether directly or indirectly. Now there are certain things that the spirit is not going to tell you directly. Because uh, of how God has set things up. There's certain things that the spirit of God is going to do. Or that God himself is going to do. That he, he's not going to tell you directly. Let me just bring in a scripture. Amos 3 and 7 says surely the Lord God will do nothing. Unless he reveals his secret or plan unto his servants, the prophets. So certain things that God wants you to know, he's not going to tell you directly. He's going to use his servants to tell you. How many understand that? Everything I just said is Bible. He's going to guide us into all truth. That means he's smarter than us. He knows more than us. And notice as the verse closes out, still in John 16 and 13, he will speak, he will speak and he will tell you things to what? Come. He's going to let you know, look, this right here is going to happen. And, and, and I love it because the Lord will let you know when good things are getting ready to come. Yeah. 
such as better ills and better ills come. How in the world did we, we find that out? The spirit. Because we didn't see it in the Atlanta Journal. At least I didn't. Did you see it there? All right. So, but he told us about it. And he manifested it. God will say it. And then he'll cause it to come in to being. He, he'll tell you about your healing. He'll tell you about your healing right after somebody done told you you can't be healed. He'll tell you about this, that, and the other. And some things he tells you will be in contrast to what you've heard. But, but one thing about the spirit that is different from people. One thing that you need to know that's different about the spirit and people. The spirit of God can't lie. On the other hand, look at that beautiful person beside you. He or she will lie. I'm not saying intentionally. I'm not saying intentionally. But some of us on our best days, we still messed up. We still lie. Watch this. How many went 30 days and you, you didn't lie, whether intentionally or otherwise? And sometimes you can be really trying. I'm just going to just do. And then you're, oh, God, I shouldn't have said that. I'm going to have to ask God to forgive. Spirit can't lie. It's impossible for the spirit or God to lie. Can't do it. Impossible. And so you have, you have to keep that in mind. But, but, but you also have to understand this. There's something the spirit tells you are going to be Strange. Unusual. Very different. Not just different, very different. And Isaiah explained why in Isaiah 55. He, he talked about God. He said, you know, his, his ways are not as human ways. Neither his thoughts. Then he turned around and said, you, you know, it's a, it's a difference that's a long way apart. He says, high as the heaven is from the earth. That's a long way. So are his thoughts. And so are his ways. Spirit is going to guide me, but don't expect the spirit to guide me or guide you like a person would. Because, see, as a person, if I guide you, I'm going to guide you based upon what I see. And so that means I'm only going to be able to take you so far. And, and uh, But the Spirit will guide you. 
And you'll be trying to see what the spirit see and you can't see it. See the difference? You'll be like, well, I, when I was following Walker, Walker at least shut, we go into that bill. I could see the bill. The spirit talking about, uh, we going such and I don't see that. And see, that's the difference. The spirit will take you places you've never been. Places you never thought you would go. The spirit will do for you what you never dreamed you would experience. That's mean you can never put limits on God. That, that's, the, that's the reason you should always look at your destiny from God's standpoint instead of your own. We limit ourselves because we are not able to see as far as we truly need to see. God has big plans for us, but we won't accept those plans because of being limited. He'll guide us into all truth. God will say things to you like, you're going to be such and such and such and such. And you'll be trying to look north, south, east, and west to try to see if it's so. And you won't see it. We are following a guy that's omniscient, omnipotent. We are following a guy that can see 10 years down the road, 30 years down the road, 50 years down the road. That's the reason you never allow your present situation to cause you to think that your conclusion is based upon what's happening now. No, that ain't your conclusion. You, you may be in the worst mess you have been in right now. But that's not how your story ends. To truly know how your story ends, you will have to follow the spirit of truth. How many understand that? Let me show you another scripture. Let's go to uh, Romans, the 8th chapter, and the 14th verse. Romans 8. Based upon John 16 and 13, we know we need to follow the Spirit, don't we? But it takes grown folk following the Spirit. You can't be no childish boy or girl and follow the Spirit of God. I'm going to show you why. John 8 and 14. Romans 8 and 14. Thank you. Y'all listening, aren't you? Probably already there, too. All right. Romans 8 and 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are signs of God. They're mature. You have to be mature to follow God. Because, see, if you're childish, you're going to want to see everything. You're going to have a Thomas nature. Thomas told his fellow disciples, 
who had told him they had seen Jesus after Jesus had resurrected, told him to say, look, unless I can touch him in the side, unless I can see such and such, I ain't going to believe it. Jesus showed up and Thomas going to try to act like he didn't say what he said. My Lord. That's what he said when Jesus showed up. But Jesus knew, knew he, he had been talking about him. And told him, say, Thomas, come out. And let him touch him. But then turned around and told Thomas, he said, Thomas, listen. Blessed are those who believe and have not seen. He was letting Thomas know you're blessed when you live by faith and not by sight. Is that 2 Corinthians 5 and 7? The just live by faith. We could say the just don't live by sight. When you are mature, you are a son, a daughter of God. You're mature. You're not childish. You you don't have to see it to believe it. If God tells you better is here and better is coming, you may not have a quarter in your pocket. Dime in your piggy bank. But you believe what God said. And you walk according to what he said. Matter of fact, you think, talk, and do according to what has been revealed because you are mature. See, if you challenge, you, you, the spirit be telling you that, look, God getting ready to bless you. And you, you'll be like, well, I've been waiting. I thought he was too. See, that, that's childish. When you are mature, you are led by God. You don't have to see it. You, you accept what God tells you, whether he tells you something directly or indirectly. You can be in the midst of chaos, but you still saying is well. Simply because that's what he told you. You remember when the city was surrounded and the prophet and his servant was there and, and uh, the servant was panicking because he was immature. He wasn't led of God. But the man of God knew literally that the city was being surrounded by the Syrians or soldiers, but, but he said to his servant, it's well. Everything ain't going to be, we all right. And, and the servant was like, how in the world this man talking about we all right? And, and folk surrounding the city because they don't want us to get out. They want to kill us. See, you, you have to know God to the point to where, or the spirit of God to the point to where when you have your worst day, you can still utter out of your mouth, it, it's going to work out for my good. Yeah. 
Why would I say that? Because it's Bible. Romans 8 and 28. We know that things work together for our because we love God. We serve him. We serve him. And that's the reason. So if I am mature, I follow God. And I'm not going to get mad at you if you don't, you don't want to follow. That would be wrong of me to get mad at you. Because God made you a free moral agent. I don't believe better than best. All right. You free moral agent. But let me just say to you, I'm going to be praying that the better that God had for you, that he get a mean. Or somebody that believe. I don't know if that's right or not. I don't think it's right. That's your choice. You, you got that choice. I'm not going to argue with you about that. That's your choice. You notice how Jesus never argued with folks about stuff. He wasn't arguing about this, that, and the other. It's folks. He knew it was their choice. I'm not going to argue with you. If, if I tell you I'm I don't believe you blessed. The way I ain't going to argue with you about about that that's your choice I don't believe no prophets were led by God to write the Bible that's your choice that's the reason it's important to have the spirit of God see see you, you may start out just reading the Bible and trying to understand it, but once you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, once God gets down on the inside of you, you know. You know. You know God is real. How many of you have the baptism of the Holy Spirit? You know God is real, right? You know it. Yeah, ain't, ain't no way you can have the Spirit of God and not know God is real. That's the reason he says here, as many as are led by the Spirit, they are what? You know the Spirit of God. Folk can talk to you about something out of the Bible and you can tell that they're in the flesh or in the Spirit. Everybody that uses this is not in the Spirit. And if you have the spirit of God, you can tell. Just like folk can tell you, look, you need to hurry up and make a decision. And if you, and if you are a person that panic just because folks tell you what you need to hurry up and do, you're not being led by the spirit. I tell folks, I said, look, I'm waiting on God to tell me. Well, you need her. You know you ain't got but two days. Look, if the Spirit ain't going to tell me the four days, I guess I got four days. I know what the deadlines say, but I'm waiting on the Spirit. And some of us know that sometimes the Spirit won't tell you anything until after the deadline. But the spirit is so powerful to where even after the deadline, he'll still cause it to work out in your faith. 
That's the reason I tell folk I wouldn't even cross the street without the Spirit of God. There is nothing like the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is in truth God. Right? And so in 1 Timothy 4 and 1, Paul was letting Pastor Timothy know expressly or clearly what the Spirit was saying. And, and when you read it, it's enlightening, yet to a degree, it's very sad. It's very sad. Because notice again what, he's, what he said to him. The Spirit especially says that in latter times of the last days, some will depart from the faith. Bishop, I know this is what God wants me to do. I know it's what he wants me to do. You done prayed about it. Yeah, I know that's what God wants me to do, Bishop. Okay. Well, let me pray and, and, and we, I'm going to get back with you and we're going to go from there. Okay. Start walking in what God told you to do. Trials and tribulations happen. You get out. what God assigned you to do. You done departed from the faith. See, this is not just talking about backsliders. This is talking about folk who knew their assignment was to be the pastor's armor bearer. But then got out of their assignment. Knew God had assigned you to be a part of the music ministry. Knew it was the will of God for your life. But then you got out of the ministry. Still in the church. But your purpose... Your ecclesiastical, a church purpose that you knew God assigned you to do, you're no longer walking in it. Now I ain't doing that no more, but I'm still in the church. Yeah, you're in the church and you're out of the will of God in the church. So you got to understand something. He was talking to a pastor. See, most folks, when they look at this, they only think about folks that lead the church. But see, he was letting him know as a pastor that, that look, you're going to have some that's going to depart from the faith. Folks that have been assigned to do evangelistic work 
but then cease. What did they do? They done left the word. What was the word? That reveal word, that, that rhema word, that word that God said, look, I want you to serve the pastor. That's just as much as a rhema word as me up here preach and teach. There are some folk God has sent here and your assignment is just to give certain offerings. If pastor asks for something. I want you to make sure everything he asks for, you give it. That's your assignment. God may not want you to get in this, that, or the other. Just be a giver. But you have to know your assignment and walk in your assignment. No matter what. You're talking to the pastor. In the lot of time, some will depart from the faith, from the word of God, from Christian teaching and preaching, from the Logos word, a general word, word for everybody, or the rhema word, a word that's tailored specifically for individuals. Is they going to depart from the faith? Why? Notice the why. Because they're going to start giving heed. Going to start paying attention. To what they should turn a deaf ear to. Why are you hanging with them? Bro, every time I come by here, you you be them folk. You know them folk ain't Christian. Why you keep? <laughs> why you hanging with them? Man, you know your inheritance is among those that are. I don't see nothing wrong with doing this. Brother, you, you know, you no longer your own. You done been bought with a price. So you don't see nothing wrong with it. But what about the spirit of God? What God telling you? Look, I don't want to argue. I ain't trying to argue with you. I'm just trying to make sure you understand. That you are to deny yourself. You deny yourself. But when you're giving heed, you, you, you start paying attention. And then you go from, from, from paying attention to walking in some of the stuff that you shouldn't be listening to. Yeah. 
and, 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 and it's like a three-step process. You, you, you go from listening to walking in some of it, and then you start adhering to it. And when you get to the point where you're, you're adhering to it, you basically have completely denied the faith. Hey, man, so-and-so must not still be in the church. What you mean? You know, I see him, uh, such and such, such and such. And it looked like he just is comfortable doing that. He ain't in church no more. And sometimes when folks say stuff like that to me, I just look. I said, I said uh, you need to ask him. Ask him. Confront him. <laughs> but you start giving heed. And, and notice what you give heed to. Deceiving spirits. Spirits that seduce. When it's a deceiving spirit, it's a spirit that seduces or tries to, to lure you away from the truth. When you always mad, always looking like you mad, And then when, when, when um, somebody like me be telling me, hey, why you don't smile? And then you try to throw that little fake smile on. It's a spirit working on you. Yeah, it is. Be in the church as it's sad. Some, God, the word come forth, something to be to clap about, to be happy about. You still just as sad. And then when the words step on your toe, you don't need to be sad. Or... <laughs> you... See, y'all don't understand. If a fruit of the Spirit is joy, Christian folks are supposed to be happy. The one thing you're supposed to be is happy. Do you know that that is the one fruit of the Spirit that you should be able to see on saints of God? But when you never see folks happy, never see folks smiling, never hear folks having good conversations, always negative, you be like, man, something is working on him or her because... She is never happy. Always complain. Now, every, all of us complain every now and then. But, but if you have the testimony that every now and then you happy, something wrong with you. Yes, it is. 
if you have the Spirit of God. Y'all ain't read Galatians 5 and 22. I'm just going, y'all think that ain't a joy and a fruit of the spirit. Let's go down. Y'all say, well, I'm almost done, but just, just stay with me. This is so important. And sometime before you accept teaching like this, I understand you have to get mad. So get your mad spell on while I'm going to Galatians 5 and 22 so deliverance can happen thereafter. Look at Galatians 5 and 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is, help me. What's the second one? See, this, this is one Spirit that we should see on you. What's going on, sir? Pastor. And in some folk, every time you talk to them, they got that look. They got that look like, man, that girl got any teeth. <laughs> Cause she don't never. And y'all see, I ain't smiling at them. I'm here. I'm here. See, spirits can 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 start working on you, and and deceive you to the point to where you'll be mad at somebody all the time, or you'll think somebody is against you all the time. You're always in a deceptive mode. You're always trying to figure out who you can trust. Very skeptical about folk. I don't like getting too close. Well, best be led by the Spirit. Don't do no more than the Spirit lead you to do but for you to look like you mad all the time baby that, that is you can't you ain't got no holy ghost i heard you talking tom and i still don't believe you have it and you don't never smile because the fruit of the spirit is not talking in tongues all the time a fruit of the spirit is smiling because joy joy means you're happy you're smiling you're optimistic but when you're the opposite. But I'm telling you, it is is folks that give heed to deceiving spirits. And and those spirits will have them thinking something that's not right. So like me, I'm here doing this, you'll be like, he talking about me. And guess what? If you guilty, you're right. You're right. I ain't going to lie about it. If you're guilty, you're right. What you, I'm supposed to do that. I'm the pastor. I'm to the point to where the main one I'm supposed to talk about is myself. But yeah, some stuff going to come going to talk about you. Why? To straighten you out. Or to encourage you. Deceiving spirits. She been talking about you. Better watch her. 
I'm telling you, you, you see, there are spirits. Nobody around, but you hearing stuff. Have them crazy dreams and, and, and come back with a, I had this dream and I was, don't be telling me all that negative stuff. That was a seducing spirit. Want you to think bad so you can come back talking. Giving heed to deceiving spirits. Spirits that cause you to meander to stray. To get out of the will of God. Can I break it down? Spirits that cause you to think, talk, and act in contrast to the written and revealed word of God. But he takes it further. He goes from, from saying, I'm, I'm back in 1 Timothy 4. He goes from saying, giving heed to deceiving spirits. And then he, he goes on to say, and doctrines of devil. Demons. A doctrine literally is teaching or instruction. Listening to doctrines of demons and devils. And what what type doc when you listen to such doctrines, what's gonna be the main goal of those doctrines? To tear down the written. And reveal will of God. Yeah. That's when you, you have to have the spirit of God. Because we know based upon scripture. That the devil knows how to use some words. The devil used words on Eve who at the time was flawless. Eve was flawless. Eve was pure. Holy. But the enemy used doctrine, teaching. To pollute Eve. And, 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 he, and, and the enemy is so clever that the enemy came to Eve to, hey, what, 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 God, what God say? What did he say about that tree back there? And he didn't even have to say baby. He didn't even have to say sweetie, honey, and so forth. Because that wasn't what he was about. He, he wasn't about that. His thing was just about, I'm, I'm going to use words. I'm, I'm going to use words to cause her to do what her own husband can't get her to do. I'm going to cause her to be more submissive to me than a man. 
And he did. He did. What God done said about that tree? Well, you know, he said we can eat from any tree in the garden, you know. But he said when it come that tree right there, that we, we don't need to eat it. We don't need to touch it. Because if we do, we're going to die. And this man, this, this demon had got so close to this woman to where this is this, this what he said to her. He said, you know what? Look at that tree. Ain't no way you're going to die if you eat that. Yeah, you ain't going to die. Look, look at that tree, girl. How you going to die if you eat that? He seduced her to the point to where she stopped seeing death. What God told her death was. She started seeing life where death was. Ain't that amazing? God told if you touch it, you're going to die. But the enemy... Gave her a doctrine that said, that ain't death. That's life for you. Matter of fact, you will become just like God. And so, instead of her seeing death in the tree, she, she started looking. Oh, it is beautiful. Oh, Lord. That is nice. She started having, and this walker, she started watering, or having water all in her mouth before she even took up the tree. You know, how, you know how you start watering for something before you can get it. Seemingly, that was Eve. And when it happened, she realized he done deceived me. But get this, But this is a sad thing. It, it was only when. The curse set in that she realized. And sometimes folk can, can be deceived by the enemy to the point to where they, they don't realize it until the curse just set in. That's the reason you, when, when you start hearing a doctrine that's contrary to what the Holy Spirit has been giving you, you can't, you can't give any space to it. See, that's the reason. Let me, matter of fact, let me show it to you. I got to her. I got to her. I got to her. Let, let's go to Ephesians. Let's go to Ephesians. I think that's where I want to go. Sometimes it's hard to break in these new Bibles. But I'm going to break it in. Ephesians 4 and 27. Help me read it on two if you're there. One, two, read. No. To who? You can't give no what? Look at the verse. No what? To who? How much place? No. When you hear something that's contrary to what you have been taught, to what the Holy Spirit has been giving you, get away from it right then. Why? It's demonic. Get away from it. It's demonic. 
And notice it says you don't give them no what? No place. See, if you get an enemy something, it's going to be hard to say it. But based upon the Bible, if you give the enemy something, he's going to he gonna be able to play on you. He's going to be able to play on you. As, and Paul knew the power of the enemy. And that's when he told you, don't give him no, no place. Don't give him no place. If, if he tries to say, well, just look. Don't look. What, what's wrong with you just seeing? I don't want to see it. Don't, why? Because Ephesians 4 and 27 tell me not to give what? No place. We have friends and family day, and we're going to be doing such and such and such and such. You ought to come. No. Why? What's wrong with that? No place. Some of this is too heavy for y'all. Old folk, you say you play with fire. Little fire. You going to get what? Is that true? If you don't think it is, I, I, I got a match. Matter of fact, I got one of them things you click on, whatever you call it. We'll see. If you're willing to be tested, we'll see. Giving heed to deceiving, help me, and doctrines of. Now look, look at, look what happens once a person starts giving heed. Verse 2, starts speaking lies and what? Start speaking things that are false. Start thinking specifically against things that they have been taught. Because I know you say we need the Holy Spirit, but I done found out we really don't. Pastor, we're supposed to have Bible study on, on Wednesday, not Tuesday. Pastor, we're supposed to have church on Saturday, not Sunday. Because Saturday, the Sabbath. And it is. Based upon the American calendar, the Sabbath is on Saturday. The only thing about the American calendar, Jewish calendar, and other calendars is we have stuff what we call leap years. And so it changes up when leap years happen. That's the reason when Paul understood 
in Scripture when folks was in the certain days, certain times, and so forth. He told them, look, you don't need to get caught up in the days, in the times, and so forth. Well, what do we do, Paul? Be led of the Spirit. You don't just worship God on one day. You worship God every day. You just don't call one day holy because the Bible tells us be holy. Not just on certain days. No. Whatever day you decide to set aside to worship God, that's what you do. Right? And here we set aside Sunday to worship God. Now, originally in Scripture, the Christian church decided to worship God on Sunday for one reason. One reason. Judaism had worshipped um, since the Old Testament on the Sabbath day. But the reason the Christian church changed to Sunday is simply because of the resurrection of Jesus. They start fulfilling what the scripture had said in reverence to giving all glory, all honor, and praise to Jesus. When he rose the first day, the first day for Christian is Sunday. And that's how you went from Sabbath worship to Sunday, or Sunday equates the Lord's Day. Why is it called the Lord's Day? Simply because it is the day that the Lord rose. And that's the reason. Yeah, just that simple. But even again with Sunday, because of how man has set up the calendar with leap years, this, that, and the other, it alters, but yet we, we keep it based upon the calendar because Jesus himself said when folks asked him, look, should we do this in reference to Caesar? Jesus said, look, take the con, look at it. He said, look, you give honor to God and to Caesar. Render to God was due to God, to Caesar was due to Caesar. Just honor well, suppose Caesar saying something in contrast to God. You go back to the Bible. The first and great commandment is to love the Lord God with everything. Bottom line, God come first before anybody else. How many understand that? But see, you have to be careful because the reason I'm bringing it up, you will have folks that will bring up a whole lot of stuff. Well, you know that Bible that y'all's, y'all use, that's the white man Bible. Yeah, you, hear, you, you heard that. And if you're immature or you do not have the Holy Spirit, you will listen to what people are saying. But if you truly look at the Bible, study the Bible, and find out exactly where 
people in the Bible were from and so forth, you will reach the conclusion, no, this is not a white person's Bible. No. The majority of races in the Bible are people of color. But even more so than that, this is God's word. So no, that, that right there don't work because all you got to do is just read. You, you don't even have to read nothing but Genesis, the first few chapters. Read about Adam and find out Adam means clay, burnt red. You hear me? That's his color. But see, when it comes to doctrine, you have to understand that folks will use doctrine to get people that are in the faith out of the will of God. And if you start giving heed to it, it'll turn you every which way but loose. Yes, they will. Well, I'm mature enough. I can deal with it now. I just told you Eve was flawless. But she kept letting the serpent show up and talk to her. And then when everything went down, then she wanted to point fingers at the serpent. Eve, you never should have did, and Adam should have been checking what was taking place in the garden because he was over the garden. Y'all all right? Okay, in my clothes. Lord have mercy. Speaking lies in hypocrisy, lying. And, and sometimes folks lie because they really don't understand or they think what they're saying is right. I mean, you have to have the Holy Spirit. And you have to know that you have the Spirit of God. And this is the final thing. And having their own conscience, notice, seer with a hot iron. What that saying means is that they become insensitive to the faith. They become numb. They become dead to the truth. And when you become dead to the truth, eventually... God would turn you over to a reprobated mind. One of the saddest things when God tells you to stop praying for somebody, you know then he doesn't turn them over to a reprobated mind. And that I've I've seen that happen before. But that's a sad thing. And, when, and, and the reason it happens is because the person just has gotten to the point where they are insensitive when it comes to the truth. The written and the revealed. They're just insensitive. They just do not want to hear it. Just don't want to hear it. I never want to get to that point. Well, I'm not going to get to that point.
I know I'm not going to get to that point. I'm going to stop right there. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. Lord of mercy. I didn't quite finish, but I'm going to stop right there. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. Lord, we have been talking about demons. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.